I'm Caroline Stocks from Poultry Health Today and I'm here with Professor Emeritus Joe Gimbroni from Auburn University and uh, you're also now a poultry consultant. Um, Joe, thanks mm -hmm. for joining with sure. us. Sure, my um, pleasure. So, um, coccidiosis mm -hmm. leading to necrotic enteritis. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a major problem for producers using no antibiotics ever. Um, would you say that the industry is actually making progress towards tackling either of these two diseases? Ah, uh, yes. They've been, uh, I kind of been forced kicking and screaming, some quicker than others, but I think now we're probably all on the same page and um, we're making good progress. And um, I think the future is bright. Um, there's been some hiccups on the way, but I think we're headed in the right direction and I'm uh, extremely proud of the way the industry has worked. So what are the steps and the measures that are being taken? Okay, well first you have to realize that necrotic enteritis is usually secondary not only to coccidia but other things which can, can cause insult to the intestinal tract. And there's a whole lot of things like fiber in the diet, particle size, um, the, the, we use a lot of uh, DGSs, which are basically left over their distiller's grain, which are left over from corn, which has been used for ethanol. So the whole host of things, everyone looks at coccidia, but there's a, a multifactorial increase in necrotic enteritis. So is there one thing in particular that producers can do? Or is it a combination of things and uh, does it vary across farms or is it a, a sector-wide? All of the above. Right. I mean it's extremely, uh, if you feel like the major thing is coxy, then you have to look at not only your coxy vaccine, so many companies now are going to a bio shuttle, which means vaccination in the hatchery and then coming back at around 14 days, usually a chemical base. Uh, that seems to be the predominant way. Uh, Others have looked at things um, like reducing DGS, uh, f better enzymes for fiber digestion, uh, better biosecurity, putting on uh, protective footwear, controlling vermin, uh, reducing the biological material in the litter, like having drier litter, better air control, better uh, uh, handling of feed and water. It's, it is complicated and it, and it varies from farm to farm and that's why in some cases people are using probiotics, prebiotics, all these different things and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So it has to be tailored. It's just like a vaccine program. There is no vaccine program that can handle every farm or every complex and uh, you need to have to be like a CSI type person to detective to find out the best means and for many instances it's a trial and error but really the best way I think is uh, good house management good biosecurity and then if that is not enough then you need to start looking at feed additives. So a lot of it sounds like it's just really getting back to basics with the No question management. about Basic health management along with biosecurity goes a long way. If, if you need to look at some of these other feed additives, uh, altering cox, you know, altering coxy programs is a difficult situation, and, uh, but it's another thing that needs to be tackled. It's, uh, there's a huge bucket of things that need to be done, and uh, that, that gets back to um, really the person in charge of live production, which may or may not be a veterinarian, because a lot of these things have to do with economics. And the veterinarian might say, we need to do this, that, and the other, 
but if it's not economically feasible, it's down to the live production manager and his job is on the line. So what other um, diseases and health challenges are, are we more likely to see with no antibiotic? Clostridium is the major cause of necrotic enteritis, but there's also clostridium that can cause gangrenous dermatitis. And so you also have E. coli in there, which can cause which can be enteric or septicemia. You have Staph aureus. Staph aureus is another one in there, which causes a type of uh, breast blisters and breast buttons. A lot of those have to, will end up causing uh, condemnations in the processing plant. Uh, you have those which cause disease, and then something else you might want to get into is the um, poultry, the health, public health significance. Uh, Salmonella, Campylobacter, while they, they are silent in poultry, they may shen, uh, show up contaminating carcasses and eggs. And then if the, the consumers are not handling them properly, then you end up with a higher incidence and severity of food safety problems. So we've talked a lot there about the problems, uh, the health issues with mm -hmm. no antibiotics ever. Flip it around, are there any actually um, conditions that occur less in those systems? Obviously, if you uh, are going to better biosecurity, if you're handling the litter better, that will prevent other diseases as well, not just necrotic enteritis and coccidiosis. To say one, one is going to be helped by re removing antibiotics, I'm not really sure, because the, the antibiotics that were moved initially were growth-promoting antibiotics, and those like zinc bacitracin, uh, those were used to, and virginomycin, to allow the birds to grow, but they also controlled necrotic enteritis. And so when they were pulled, the consequences then were, were these other diseases going up. Fascinating stuff. <laughs> um, we've been talking to consultant Joe Giambroni. Um, Joe, thanks for joining us. I enjoyed it. Thank Good. you very much. <laughs> I hope it was helpful.